The Playmakers Blog presents Fire on High. Featuring your host, Tyler O. What's going on, everyone? You're tuning in to the Fire on High podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Orjinski, and this is Tyler's 10 Tips for Week 4. The whole point of these podcasts is to deliver you concise fantasy advice in under 20 minutes. Let's dive in. Pick up and start Greg Ward. Eagles wide receiver, Greg Ward. He's only rostered in 9% of Yahoo leagues right now, and that is a mistake. Fantasy Pro's ECR doesn't even have him in the top 50. Another mistake. This is pretty wild to me considering he finished last week as wide receiver 16, and the Eagles' pass-catching situation hasn't changed at all. Dale Scotter's out with an ankle fracture, Jalen Rieger's out three weeks with a thumb UCL strain, and Djax is day-to-day with another hamstring injury. Alshon Jeffrey might be coming back, but the dude is very dusty. During week three, he had 11 targets, had 8 catches, 72 yards, and a touchdown, and his target share was 26%. This former college quarterback is a decent wide receiver. He's been there for a while. Wentz can trust him. Get him in your lineups in week four. If you are in a bit of a pinch at tight end, let's say you're counting on Jonu Smith and the waiver wire's bear, I'm all in on the revenge game for ex-Bangle Tyler Eifert. He only has about a 10% target share, which isn't great, but we have seen his snaps increase from week one all the way to week three. The Bengals have also given up the six most yards to tight end on the year, Eifert's definitely in the tight end to mix this week. I like him to catch a touchdown. This one's going to be simple, but I don't want you all to make a mistake. Bench all Giants running backs. They're dead last in DVOA, dead last in yards per carry. This Giants offense is going nowhere anytime soon, and to make it worse, it's a three-headed monster. This is a not only bench your Giants running backs going forward, but you can pretty much just drop them. Go ahead and try to trade them for any kind of a low-end bench piece you can, because most likely that low-end bench piece is going to hold more fantasy value going forward. 100% out on all Giants running backs. Pick up Bills wide receiver Gabriel Davis. For starters, in week three, He had the second most receiving yards by a rookie wide receiver and was the second highest graded rookie wide receiver as well. That's above Higgins, Ayuk, Claypool, you name it. He had a great week three. It's good to see. And then the film shows the dude is just good. Add in the fact that he's caught all seven of his targets this year for about 15 yards per target. They're looking for him downfield. Then in week three, he caught four balls for a respectable 81 yards. The cherry on top here is... The Bills are a passing football team through three weeks. They're second in the NFL in yards, and no team in the NFL is running three wide receiver sets more than the Bills. There is room for Gabriel Davis to do some serious damage here, and then, God forbid, something to happen to Diggs or John Brown doesn't come back. He could easily overtake Beasley. There's a lot of situations when Gabriel Davis could be usable in 2020. Please get him on your bench at the very least. Week four is a great week to flex Latavius Murray. The Lions' run defense is terrible, giving up 6 yards per carry, 30th in yards allowed per carry in the league, which averages about 185 total yards per game to running backs through the first three weeks. We know Elvin Kamara is the lead dog, you could say here, but if you look at the snaps, Murray's in there a decent bit. Kamara's only on the field for about 50-60% to of those snaps. Murray is a pretty decent runner. He's going to get some play, especially considering the Saints are a 4-point favorite. I think that that is a little bit off. I really think the Saints are going to take it to the Lions on Sunday. We've seen two games, so two out of the three weeks this season, where Latavius Murray's seen at least 13 touches. 
this is the week when Murray finds that end zone, get him in your flex spot. I like Mo Alley Cox. I'm rooting for the guy. He's a lot of fun to watch. However, he was only running routes on about 30% of the plays last week. That's about half of what Doyle was. Doyle's healthy. Doyle is more of the pass-catching route running tight end on the Colts. That 30% amounts to is eight pass routes run. Moelle Cox had eight pass routes run. I do find, Salas, in that they're actually trying to use him in the red zone. They're manufacturing some touches from Moelle Cox, but at the same time, I'm going to need to see more usage out of him before I say, yes, start him. So Moelle Cox is a bench Keep him on your bench, but don't put him in your starting lineups just yet. Cam Newton is about to absolutely run wild in the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. For starters, this is an absolute run funnel. The Chiefs' pass defense is very good. Fifth DVOA and fourth in yards allowed per pass. Top five pass defense. Their run defense, 30th DVOA and 27th in yards allowed per carry. That's a bottom five run defense. So think about that. So far, a true run funnel. According to Establish the Run's Evan Silva, no NFL defense has given up more QB rush yards than Kansas City. No team has faced gap runs at a higher rate than Kansas City. And no team has allowed a higher gap run success rate than Kansas City. While typically this would get me very excited about a team's running back, I really don't know what to think about these Pats running backs. There's a clear rotation there. There's always been a rotation there, but now you add Cam Newton into the fold, and he is getting 8 to 14 of those carries a game. It's an absolute crapshoot. I'm not telling you you necessarily have to bench your Pats running backs, but I certainly would be. But what this means is Cam is in a huge smash spot against these Chiefs. I expect him to run early and often. 12 to 14 rushing attempts is definitely not out of the question. Yes, you're starting Cam Newton. This isn't necessarily a big tip, more so something to look out for. If you're looking for the tip, just bench your Pats RBs. People are going to think, oh, Pats are going to be down by a touchdown. They're seven-point dogs getting James White. That's not the case here. Bench your Pats RBs. Cam's about to go off. The Seattle Seahawks have an implied total of 30 and a quarter points and are seven-point favorites against the Dolphins. The Dolphins' run defense is bad, 31st DVOA and 25th in yards allowed per carry. This is a bottom seven run defense. This sets up well for a Carlos Hyde week with Chris Carson sitting with a knee injury. Russ will certainly cook, but Carlos Hyde is a locked and loaded RB2 this week and will see at least 20 touches. These next two I have to apologize a little bit for because after week one I told you they weren't worth rostering. But just like we do in fantasy football, you need to adjust, you need to own your mistakes, and you need to react. Justin Jefferson balled the hell out in week three. Nine targets, seven receptions, 175 yards, and one touchdown. For some reason, in the first two weeks, he was splitting snaps with OBC Johnson. I wasn't too sure about it. What that did is it put me in a position where I wasn't sure about Justin Jefferson. It seems like it might have been just bad coaching, or maybe they were easing Justin Jefferson in with an augmented offseason. Either way, Justin Jefferson is here to stay. Fun fact, of those nine targets that Justin Jefferson saw last week, Eight of those nine, he was the first read. They're clearly trying to get him more involved in this offense. He was running routes pretty much any time there was a pass play, led the team in targets, and he had 52% of the air yards in that game. You love to see it with this guy. I loved him in college. He's a flex going forward. Dale Henderson, man, definitely got some opportunity because of some injury, but that is how football works. He is now on the Rams, which are running the ball at the highest rate and the most attempts in the entire NFL. The Rams are a running football team through the first three weeks, the NFL's most. Not only are they running the ball the most, they're also running the ball the most in neutral scripts. So if the game is close, they're still running the ball. 
this is some great run game usage. You want a part of it. The next two weeks, the Rams get the Giants and the Washington football team. Henderson looks electric. There's no reason why he's not an RB2 going forward. I'd love to see him take this role and run with it. That'll do it for Tyler's 10 tips. Good luck this week. Don't forget to tell somebody you love him. Later.